0: you're listening to this podcast you care about local politics if you're listening to this podcast you're checking in on a series on the making a different show known as primary focus and what we're doing particularly in Augusta Richmond County in the state of Georgia is we're focusing on local candidates who will be participating who are up for election in the May 22nd primary before we start the podcast let's thank a few sponsors Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard If you're looking for affordable health care in a pharmacy that you can trust, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Let's also thank Jesse and Doris Willard with your locally owned H&R Block at 2664 Tobacco Road in Hepzibah. I recommend them because of their 25 years in the business and because they personally do my taxes. Call the Willards at 706-305-1412, 706-305-1412. Again, thank you for your concern and your passion about local politics and if you're listening to this podcast please 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 make sure you participate in these important elections in 2018 you're listening to making a difference here with the commissioner in district four is a gentleman whom i've known for many years a gentleman whom whom i've known to be very active in his community i mean really if you just you know if you know his backstory and look at his background you'll you really will see in terms of his um ascension to being a commissioner uh, prior to that he was just a man who, I mean, you know, worked at his own community center, and it's, it's a legacy that really speaks for himself. But I'm going to let him introduce himself his own way. Again, the uh, commissioner of District 4, and he is running for re-election on Tuesday, May the 22nd, Mr. Sammy Sias. How you doing, my friend? Thank you, Ken. I appreciate that. It's my
1: pleasure to be with you here today. And as you said, I am Commissioner Sias, and I run for re-election uh, in this cycle. So I appreciate you having me, and I'm here to answer any questions. Yes, sir. First thing I want to ask you is uh, about the campaign trail. How's it going? Well, Ken, um, the campaign trail is always great when you can get out and uh, meet folks, talk about what's been going on. But the most important thing to me out of this campaign, it gives us the opportunity to to validate what we've been doing, what
0: what we've been fighting for in Augusta. So validation is the key word here. Let's talk about that. And and you talk about validation and, and a lot of hard work and, I know a lot of times when we talk about the commission as a body, uh, you know, uh, a lot gets said from the media, a lot gets said from, you know, just the, maybe the populace, but rarely do we get to hear about the commission as a whole, I think from the commissioners. And I, I want to kind of shift the conversation in that way. What would you say, or in, in your mind, what do you believe is uh, maybe one of the biggest um, or bigger misconceptions about the commission as a whole?
1: Well, thank you. And opportunity to answer that question is, is I take very seriously. Number one, as we know, the media is looking for salacious details and these kinds of things. But truth be told, the commission, we, we will disagree and agree. But as a whole, we actually got a lot done. So when you talk about the 1% or 2% of things that we may have a strong disagreement on, then the 98 and 99% that we did unanimously or we passed without an issue, that is, that's the part that's overlooked, So I say to everyone, don't be fooled by what you see. Talk to us. Look at the results of what the commission has done. And particularly in these last three years, it's been phenomenal. So I say to anyone, Augusta is on the move. The commission works together
0: with normal disagreements, but we all are headed forward. A very good way of of putting it. I want to ask you just about, just personally, about your transition from we talk about like a neighborhood association leader. When We talk about, you know, a, a gentleman who is, you know, responsible. And, and we're here actually now at the Jamestown Community Center. I mean, this center in so many ways is almost synonymous, you know, with the name Sammy Saez. I'm sure, you know, you, you may not want to take credit like that. But I think if we talk to some of the people around here, they'll say that, you know, Sammy Saez is a, a name that's synonymous with, with this center. But talk about just transitioning from just helping the, the people around here and helping your community around here, getting their viewpoints to now extending that to District 4 and in some cases to all of Augusta. Well, let's say that. For me, there was no transition. Hmm. It was simply
1: a continuation of what I've always been doing, working with the community, uh, fighting our various issues and things that we thought were derogatory or not good for a community. We're still, there. we're still doing that. The same is with the city of Augusta. We don't want anything in here that's, that's going to take away from the city. So being, becoming a commissioner was almost a next step of what we've been fighting for to get out here to achieve not only in District 4, not only in South Augusta, but Augusta as a whole. So when you talk about the things that occurred, a cyber center downtown is not going to just benefit downtown. That benefits Augusta, the CSRA, and everything. We are, And one of the key things that we've been doing is putting infrastructure in place. South Augusta was built up almost like now we are seeing in Columbia County. We didn't have all the pieces in place 20 years ago or 25 or 30 years ago as we built the South Augusta out. For an example, we have many subdivisions without sidewalks. That's been changed. If you build a subdivision or extension in, out in South Augusta and Richmond County, you now have to have sidewalks. Second example, we had, we had subdivisions, communities built without streetlights. Someone buying a $200,000 house and then have to petition to get a streetlight. That's not happening anymore. So those are some key things is how we built out
0: infrastructure, not only in
1: any district, but all across Augusta where the
0: needs were. It's a, a very good assessment. And I think you've spoken to some issues that, you know, as you talked about earlier, we don't always get those uh, details in the media. I want to ask you, as, as much as things have gotten done, I'm sure that there are some aspirations and things that you would like to continue to, to see uh, get done, especially as it relates to South Augusta. Can you speak to some of those issues?
1: Sure, I can speak to that. Let's be very specific. The reason I'm running for re-election is to continue what we've done. I, have, I am so proud of all the accomplishments and things. And just to name a few, for example, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the Cyber Center. But let's go one step further. Right down in South Augusta, in the 4th District, for example, septic tanks. Last year, two years ago, it would cost you $3,000 sometime plus to get rid of your septic tank. Mm. Through some wise thinking and smartness, as we try to move our infrastructure forward, we now have you, you can now do that for $10. $10 <laughs> your total overall cost out of pocket. That is all. And believe it or not, that can be put on your bill. So actually, you can get rid of your septic tank now with no money out of pocket. That was unheard of two years ago. The stormwater program. Stormwater program for some folks is almost like a little castor oil from years ago. <laughs> it didn't taste too good when you first tasted it, but when you got better and you were feeling great, you realized that castor oil was good. So now in the stormwater program, we've had folks come back to the table and say, oh, I was upset about that. I didn't get to vote on it, but now I am more than happy and I love what we're doing with the stormwater. And when I heard that before as we were putting the stormwater program together, I said, that's what you elect leaders for, to be able to make those hard decisions with all the right information and understanding of the consequences, both good and bad. And as we, as we went through the stormwater program, we couldn't find any bads. We know that was a great program. And in my view, it's one of the best things that happened to Augusta in 150 years. So that is just a small example. But let's touch the keystone event, the keystone event for South Augusta, the commercial retail project. Anywhere in South Augusta, you can always hear people say, we don't, we don't have any businesses. We don't have restaurants. Well, Mr. Ken, we've now put in place an agency that we fully funded and connected with the Economic Development Authority, whose sole mission is to bring commercial and retail businesses and opportunities to South Augusta and other underserved areas where there's a need for retail, where we talk about food, deserts, and all this thing. We now have an entity in place to do that. And I could go
0: on, but I'm going to stop and wait for your next question. (laughs) i I tell you, that's that's very exciting. And just one of the good things about, you know, we're doing this podcast and just sitting down is we really have time to, you know, get into the details, you know, of of some of the great things that are happening in in District 4 and and in Augusta. You've, You've brought up some very profound concerns when you talk about food deserts and, you know, things like that that have, you know, that have impacted your district and have impacted other districts you were talking about the uh the retail and, and and the commercial opportunities and i saw this smile on your face and there's this pride And i, I know a lot of that pride just comes from you know a situation where people are unders are underserved and are overlooked and now that has shifted and turned around and, you, and you're seeing the potential for growth just just talk about that and and I I could just see you welling up with pride. I mean it's 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 not just a great opportunity, it's 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 helping, you know, people and and, and helping the community.
1: Well, let, let me give you an example why I'm so very proud of that. The commercial retail project started out as an idea that we could have a development authority for South Augusta. And we organized a group in December of two thousand seven mm. and we stayed focused. We never lost focus. We we, we didn't have a lot of success in the beginning, but we had some determined people working with us. And I'll give you one of them was Stephen Kendrick, now a tax commissioner. Neither one of us were elected officials at that time. Hmm. Also, um, Harold Jones was with us. None of us were elected officials at that time. So it's, it's, it shows you what happens when citizens become determined to get something done. And we brought that to fruition. And also when you talk about, let's take Diamond Lakes for an example. Diamond Lakes have for uh, many years been called a diamond in the rough. But let's ask the question, why was it in the rough? There was no infrastructure to get to it. So now we, see, we are seeing in action the expansion of Windsor Spring Road, which will give us a traffic flow to Diamond Lakes for main and big events. But even better, on the books for the future, very short future, is the expansion of Willows Foreman. So now we will have going from Peach Orchard Road to, to Diamond Lakes, from Dean Bridge Road to Diamond Lakes, from Tobacco Road and Highway 88 coming into Diamond Lakes. You could say at that point, all roads in South Augusta lead to Diamond Lakes. <laughs> so that is another example of getting the infrastructure in place. So I'm very, very proud of that. And that's something, that's a South Augusta thing now, but we want to benefit all of Augusta. So- if you live in North Augusta, South Augusta, West Augusta, East Augusta, you can still come to Diamond Lakes and enjoy a great event. So
0: that's another thing that makes us forever proud. That's excellent. I want to ask you. I, I you know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, in, in in the loop sometimes, out of the loop. But it sounds like with all of this infrastructure and, and focus on Diamond Lakes, could we see a, a possible expansion of Diamond Lakes about some of the uh, the facilities and opportunities there? Maybe in the years to come. Can you talk about some of that? Well. We don't have to wait for the years to come as far as the expansion of Diamond Lakes. One is already here.
1: We now have a RV park at Diamond Lakes. That's great. So that's already there. We also we have, the, uh, we have some great tennis courts where we can have uh, tennis matches there. Mark Academy is a great nonprofit uh, entity that works with the city of Augusta, bringing in those kind of class events. Also, and you know, we have the softball diamond. We have, you know, the whole complex of softball diamonds that has held some big time tournaments there. So actually, the future is here. The future is now.
0: We'll return to Making a Difference after these messages. My name is Lauren Macon and you are listening to Making a Difference with my handsome husband, Ken Makin. Hey, you. Yeah, You. Are you looking for affordable health care? Are you looking for a pharmacy that you can trust? Well, look no further. The Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard here in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. This may be a familiar voice to you hey it's none other than ken macon from the hit show making a difference and i just want to tell you about the fine folks over at medical villa pharmacy they're led by pharmacists dr marshall curtis and baron curtis and i tell you they provide great service for many of us here in augusta richmond county they take georgia medicaid insurance plans charge cards WIC vouchers and they even provide free delivery service the medical villa pharmacy is conveniently located in the medical district near the medical college of georgia and Payne college medical villa pharmacy they are dedicated doctors medical mavens and a blessing to the health industry what more can i say but head to medical villa pharmacy 706-722-7355 706-722-7355 tax problems giving you the blues Tax liens, levies, garnishments,
1: unfiled tax returns, denied a passport because you owe back taxes. I'm Jesse Willard with your locally owned H&R Block in Hepsonville. We have over 25 years of experience in representing clients with tax problems, and we can help you to jazz up your life. Contact us at 706-305-1412 to schedule your
0: free consultation. H&R Block, the one you know and trust. you probably thought they only do porch railings and iron doors, but at Triple A Iron and Fabrication, they do a whole lot more. They do grills, that's right. They fabricate custom grills for your cookout needs. They forge team-specific iron doors, meaning that you can show support for the Atlanta Falcons, the Georgia Bulldogs, or whichever team you love. Of course, they do a top-notch job with the services you are familiar with. They can make your porch look like new with hundreds of styles of railings. And they also provide security and style with window bars. Triple A Iron and Fabrication is located at 2517 Deansbridge Road. They've been in business for decades, and they take pride in serving the Augusta community and surrounding areas. Triple A Iron and Fabrication, they are ready to work for you. Triple A Iron and Fabrication, 706-738-8044, 706-738-8044. Tell them you heard this ad on Making a Difference, and you'll get 15% off your order.
1: Hello, I am Sammy Cyrus, running for re-election as Commissioner of District 4. Four years ago, I asked you to change the channel, and you did. I am very proud of our accomplishments, both large and small. Let's review a few. The Commercial and Retail Project, bringing businesses and retail to South Augusta, a great win. The $10 Sanitary Sewer Connection Program, Splash 7, rated by many the best. The Stormwater Program, cleaning streets, ponds, ditches, repairing bridges, and much more. The Cyber Center, a true game-changer for Augusta the second Saturday community breakfast that I sponsor each month. My colleagues and I, over the last three years, put the needs of our citizens before personal egos, political ambition, and district territories. It has been my immense pleasure to serve you, and I am seeking your permission to finish what we've started. I am Sammy Sayas and I approve this message. Lock it in. Paid for by the committee to re-elect Sammy Saez. But I want to go to one other area that we've been very successful with in uh, these last three years. And that was what I call financial accountability for nonprofits. Uh, As you know, in Splash 7, which which many call the best Splash ever, now I'm not saying it is, (laughs) but many have said it is, one of the things that we did not do in Splash 7 was focus on nonprofits. We focused on infrastructure and public safety. 75% of that, if not more, went to public safety and infrastructure. But then when we talk about nonprofits from our general fund. We brought some equity to that. For an example, Miracle Making Ministries. They run a great medical program that they open to all the public, but they are focused toward uh low income in this. We increased the amount that we put with them, which was a great help to preventive care. Also, uh, Mark Academy and some of our other uh, uh, entities that work with uh, kids and these things, we brought some equity to that. Now, in doing that, we had to bring some folks down a little bit as far as the total money contribution, but not to hurt them, but to equalize things a little bit so we got service all across the board. So I'm very proud of that, and I've been explaining that. So uh, I, I haven't seen anything yet in the last three years that's not great for Augusta.
0: That's good to know. I want to ask you, and, and we've been talking about campaigning, you you know, have alluded to some of the great things that are going on in this in this district and throughout the city but are there any particular points um in terms of of campaigning or things that you may be looking at you know if elected um things that you were making a a point of just you know sharing with voters sure uh just to answer your question when i first ran for re-election i didn't make any
1: promises i didn't think promises were necessary because politicians or want to be politicians make a lot of promises but they can they can't carry them out number one in our particular government uh, you have to have six votes to get something done. And believe it or not, Mr. Ken, I like that. And here's why. If you have a good idea or you believe it's a good idea, you may, you may not have a problem with it, but you have to convince five other people that that's a great idea. That means you must do your homework, you must be committed to that. I don't care if it's a small, insignificant thing or it's a huge thing. The requirements are still the same. So now you've got to be committed to what you want. And by the same token, if you oppose something and you really, really oppose it, then get five people to agree with you that way. So I really have no problem with the structure of our city government, as so many folks say, because it's, it's contrary to dictatorship. There is no dictatorship in Augusta. And I've heard, even on some of your talks in the past, how you have uh, kind of had concern about our government structure. But I want to tell you, Mr. Ken, believe me, there's nothing wrong with our, our government structure. It is set up that there will be no runaway. So if, if a person uh, w- wants to be in office here, you have to be committed to it. You can't be a part-time, even though the position is part-time, you must be full-time.
0: So and I'm committed to being a full-time commissioner, and that is why I'm running again. That's great. You, um, you spoke about just some of the conversations that I had in the past. One of the important things uh, for me and for the podcast and just for my conversations with you and with the commissioners is that we have the dialogue. And I think it's important to have that dialogue perpetually. To not, um, And this is where I think just the, the general public has to be responsible as well to speak to Commissioner Science or any of the other commissioners when they're campaigning or once every four years or once every two years, it does the commissioners a disservice and it does you, the individual, a disservice. Uh, these uh, these gentlemen are available all times a day. I can only imagine the times of day where you get calls, but that is something that you understand as a part of the job, and it's something that I think all of us, I know I take pride in being a journalist and having these conversations, and I know you take pride in um, as a commissioner, doing the research, but also um, doing your due diligence for the community so i, I appreciate you bringing that and i 'm always always glad to have the dialogue <laughs> well let me add something to that Ken sure
1: uh when we talk about transparency, accountability, and those things for some for some folks they can, they can be buzzwords, and for some of us, they can be the true nature of things and I will give you an example. I like what you said about uh During campaign season, these kinds of times. Well, this commissioner has made himself available all the time. And one of the most used and one of the most appreciated vehicles in this community is the Second Saturday Community Breakfast. (laughs) Every Second Saturday at Jamestown, we didn't even stop for Hurricane Matthew or the uh, other one before that. We had that every Second Saturday. And that is where we communicate to the public. We bring out not only just myself, other guest speakers. C- Senator Harold Jones is a stable at the se- Second Serity Community Breakfast. The other commissioners are, are, are many times are here. Commissioner uh, Hassan, Commissioner Dennis Williams, Commissioner Jefferson, Commissioner Franham comes through, Commissioner Fanoi comes through, the mayor comes through. So this is a stable in our community for transparency, accountability, and also reachability. We also bring department heads out, other special things that is going on, going on in the community or in the government where these folks can get that information. Not just information, but action information you can use. Our solicitor, we bring judges out here. So if you want to know what's going on in Augusta, if you want to get the right story for something, come to the second Saturday breakfast. Uh, we okay. start at 9 and we finish at 11. We don't waste time at the front or the back and i pay for the breakfast
0: (laughs) i was going to say the and i was actually going to ask you about the community breakfast and how it's going but i'll just say and i I think i speak for a lot of people in the area when i say that that breakfast is a standard it's a standard in terms of community service it's a standard in terms of information and you you said reachability is certainly that it it really closes the gap because i think sometimes there's a there's an intimidation that shouldn't be there but it's there between the layman, you know, the, if you want to call it, just the constituency and the the commissioners or elected officials. And that breakfast does a really good job of putting everybody on a level playing field, on a level field in terms of conversation and community. So it's certainly commendable that you provide that breakfast and provide that service.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. My colleagues uh, thoroughly enjoy it. And Ken, most importantly, the public enjoys it. And one of the things that we know about any kind of public setting, when you talk about meetings, providing information, people want it to be on time, they want it to be brief, they want it to be valuable, and they want it to be over. <laughs> and so with the breakfast, we fit all those things and more. You also get to eat. And the breakfast is great. We have a dedicated set of folks uh, who do that who on a volunteer basis. Uh, we have Miss Wilson, Miss Hilton, one of my neighbors, and her husband uh, Larry. They support us completely. We have other folks uh, uh, on my team there, uh, Dr. Faison. We have uh, Miss Mary Johnson. We have Miss Carolyn Molina. We may have Miss uh, uh, Rosie Rosia, and those folks are always there. And also, I don't say that much about it, but my wife is a total 100% supporter of what we do and I just kind of separate my wife from the political element so that there's not any kind of confusion or drama per se so because you know when you get attacked from time to time so you separate that thing and keep keep that separate and that has been very successful for us and I see that as a model that you keep going with so there's there's nothing to stop us but us from being successful here in Augusta and one of my I'm gonna jump to another subject, even though you didn't ask about oh, it. I'm gonna it. add it in there. <laughs> One of the things that's very important to District Four and the surrounding areas is it's Gate Five at Tobacco, at, uh, in Gate Five at uh, Dean Bridge and Tobacco Road, going in Fort Gordon. Let me say that again. Gate Five is extremely important down on Dean Bridge Road. We had a groundbreaking today out at uh, Fort Gordon for Gate Six. And I understand the need for that. The city put its share in there, and put some skin in the game. But really, to all the retirees and the folks out here, we have to keep gate five open and we want to expand this operational phase. And to that end, we've invited the Garrison Command out to uh, the community breakfast and he responded, came out, gave us a great briefing on cyber and what's going on at Fort going and gave us a commitment to uh, support Gate 5, to ensure that it expands and is fully operational. It won't be 24-7, but out of uh, 19 to 20 hours out of 24, we can accept that. Secondly, uh, today at the groundbreaking, I managed to get in a word with the uh, commanding general of Fort going.
0: That's great.
1: And I, other than the—didn't even talk about the weather. I talked about Gate 5. <laughs> so— um, and uh, that is something that we were always keeping in the forefront. And he assured me that he supports Gate 5. Only somebody I didn't ask about Gate 5 and they know was the governor at the groundbreaking. But if I need to, I'll ask the governor about Gate 5. So uh, we are committed to doing what we need to do to take care of the citizens of Augusta, Richmond County. And that is why I'm running for re-election because I don't think, I don't think anyone uh, in Augusta is fully fully vetted to where I am at now on doing those things. I'm not saying someone can't get there. But right now, um, based on what we've been doing, how we've been working these issues, it will be a tragedy for that to be lost. And that is why I'm going to campaign vigorously
0: and uh, very vigorously to ensure that we keep that going. Absolutely. that I mean, that's a, a great way to wrap up the podcast. It's it's a ringing endorsement. The work that you've done in this community is, is a ringing endorsement for – Your re-election bid, again, Tuesday, May the 22nd is the big day. Advanced voting is going on right now. I strongly encourage you to involve yourself in the political process that way. If you're not able to take advantage of um, advanced voting, Tuesday, May the 22nd. Come out. Make your voices heard. District uh, uh, 4, one of the candidates is the incumbent and current uh, District 4 commissioner, who we are so glad to have on the show, Mr. Sammy Sides. Thank you for appearing on the podcast. And
1: thank you for allowing me the opportunity, Mr. Ken. Thank you.
0: Alright, so the episode just ended and you're mad. MAD making a difference, but you're also mad because the episode is over. But here's the deal: the movement continues, it continues on social media and far beyond. Social media, Facebook, Twitter. You can go to Facebook.com backslash making M-A-K-I-N a Difference show and you can keep up with social commentaries. You can also know when the podcasts are coming out. You can also know when our video laws are coming out. And that's the way you can keep up with that is Facebook.com backslash making a difference show. You can also keep up with us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is differencemaking. That's D I F F E R E N C E, making M A K I N. If you want to follow the SoundCloud podcast, you can do so by going to soundcloud.com backslash making a difference. If you're interested in advertising with making a difference, you can shoot an email to making, M-A-K-I-N a difference show at gmail.com that's making a different show at gmail.com thank you so much for your support i love you guys peace and god bless you win perfect